Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ray's Music Reviews. Um, today, we are doing a review of the uh, classic uh, Led Zeppelin IV. Yes. By Led Zeppelin. Um, it te technically, this album was untitled. It, it really, uh, when it started, it, um, I heard stories. It, it's packaging. It didn't have a name. It was just like the Zeppelin symbols. Mm-hmm. Which is all you need. You can do anything back in the seventies. You know what I'm saying, dude? Uh, when I was watching this guy try to explain the Zeppelin symbols, and he like didn't want to say that Jimmy Page was into the occult, but he like kind of found it hard to do that when he's like, "Well, you had the Z and O, and then some people say that the pagan, and you know, he was kind of uh, Alistair Crowley." Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so that could be a six six six. Oh, <laughs> but plants is a feather. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of got to skip over and be like, well, it, it might be. Yeah, it might be. Well, plants is a feather, and then that represents, of course, writing because he's the writer. He writes the lyrics, so he's a penman. He's a storyteller, right? It's like, oh, okay. Um, we'll just slip right through that. It might be six, six, six. I don't know if you need. To, uh, do we need to tell them who Led Zeppelin are? Led Zeppelin. A bunch they're, of geeks. They're like they're like the one they're like one of the rock bands where like even if you walk to walk up to like somebody who uses like TikTok and listens to a lot of Juice World, you ask them, "Hey, name a rock band." The and only people who, say, yeah, they would the say only Led people Zeppelin. who don't know who Led Zeppelin is are people wearing their T-shirts. Exactly, fake fans called out. Name <laughs> three Led Zeppelin albums. Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin two, Led Zeppelin three. It's I not that hard. I just gave you three. Name four Nirvana albums. Led Zeppelin four. Name four Nirvana hey, albums. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> but Nevermind, Nevermind Remastered. Yes. Nevermind 25th Anniversary. Deluxe Edition. Nevermind Deluxe Edition. Zeppelin, though, <laughs> is, and they have been in that argument for ever since probably they got to unnumbering albums. You know what I mean? Like, once they got past four, and you start getting into House of the Holy and Physical Graffiti, they are one of those bands that is talked about in terms of greatest rock bands it's them it's, it's Stones it's Beatles took me a while to find out that they were British I didn't know honestly it kind of ruined the experience for that's kind of crazy that you I, would say that I did not know that off the no, bat no straight sense. up I, I didn't and honestly, then I like I read about him a little bit I'm like eh that makes sense it's just you don't hear the accent as much no because plants tone and all is completely its own animal a little little bit of screeching well and i, I, I say it i say it in a loving kind, kind positive of, way kind, a kind bit of, of a screech oh yeah kind of like moaning into the microphone yes well and it's multiple sound like so, it makes it it has its own echo yeah you oh, know yeah. it's it's a really crazy and I, I do think they do backtracking things on here in the studio i think it adds a lot honestly oh, I do. of with, course with this album you probably already page been, was incredible in the producer you've, you've heard at least two songs from this i've heard pretty much all Three, of them maybe four Again, right you, you don't even consider yourself a zeppelin fan right? no i should and you've heard this, all this album songs. made me think i really should be a zeppelin fan because <laughs> i thought literally there's no reason why i'm not a led zeppelin fan <laughs> is the funny part it's literally my genre of music uh, yeah and the, the the willingness to go all over the place yeah. In different styles of music and all this that. Album all is those so, things that that box checks are all there. It's so like this album I, 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 and this is a weird term to use for an album, but it's like it's kind of mysterious. That's Plant and Page too, though. You have these two very Plant never gets specific enough. 
to kind of know exactly where he's coming from. And Paige, yeah. and Paige paints around those lyrics so well in the mysticalities of things. Not early on in this record, but as you get into no. Battle of Evermore and Stairway and, and, and Battle all of that. Evermore, especially the way that that starts out. Yeah. Before the. I, I just think that sometimes the vagueness does put me off a little bit. Really, and I will I will say that as a reason why I'm not the biggest on Stairway to Heaven. Right. I think it's hard to I, figure out what all that means. There's a lot of it where I just feel like I'm just I I think I got something and then he'll say something that just what he's talking about the Pied Piper. Right. I, I don't know. Just whenever I listen to it, and I listen to it like a dozen times. I listen to this album a lot uh-huh. because it rules. Yeah. Um, spoilers, mm-hmm. I guess, for my opinion of it. It's just boy, it's but just when blast. he kicks in with Dude. as we wind on down the road. Doesn't matter. The, the emotions <laughs> that conveyed are still really potent, but there's some some stuff in there where I just like I don't really know how to feel. This is kind of right. Does the it really lyricism make you wonder? Yeah, that's like the only lyric I remember from the first half of the song. Right, is is that? But again, just I, I want to talk first and foremost. The the musical instruments being played here are unreal. Uh-huh. There there are just points in here where I I just I just I can't. I'm just like oh my god. It's well, incredible. what's crazy is Bonham. We think of Bonham, and and he lives on in every uh, in legend as this guy who played these fifteen minute solos during the concerts, and he laid down these licks, and he's in this this four piece set is as great as anything. And of course, the guy that any nobody ever mentions the bass player, right? And but the point here to me is Bonham's percussion is sampled probably more than any other single artist. In every, in like the the hip hop community and all that, like, how many times have you heard the beginning of when the levee breaks or four sticks? Four sticks. You didn't think about four sticks. That when when sticks. he starts playing at the beginning of four sticks, you're like, oh, it's on. Four sticks is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. What, what was your favorite John song Paul on Jones? This album? I'm sorry. What was your favorite song in this album? For me, my favorite song was probably Going to California. Hmm. It might be Four Sticks. Um, I think it's just... Well, it's kind it of the one you don't hear as much. Yeah, that, I mean... But I'll, you know it. I, I, feel, I would feel weird putting down a song I've heard hundreds of times, like Black Dog, Rock and Roll. Uh, I, honestly, I haven't heard Stirred to Heaven that much. Right. It, it, I always hear people talk about it, but I, I literally would not have been... like uh, Before a couple of years ago, when I actually did seek it out, I would not have been able right. to tell you which song exactly stairway went through this weird thing because my whole life like there were the not my young life there were these weird arguments about well the greatest song ever was it's either free bird stairway to heaven or sympathy of the devil you know so it was that kind of thing you know and stairway was all the time on the radio and then there was like a pushback of like oh yeah. hotel california is one that they always put in there too with that right but there was like a pushback and suddenly it was like well that's overplayed and then they, then they start diving into more zeppelin which is even better because it's yeah. it's so great um, I'm with you on going to California being. It's just so achingly gorgeous. It's really nice. Like straight up, when like there there are very song there there are very little songs that I can only use. It's it's just beautiful. Well, think about too on the level the levels of, of what he's talking about. You know, you're going to California, move west, young man, all that stuff throughout since this country was was born. Going to the West was a way to find freedom or find a second chance or, you know, find your purpose, you know, go West, you know, and there's that there. And then there's also the fact that they kind of had to, 
and the opposite of what a Hendrix did, where Hendrix went to Britain to become famous, they kind of came over here and got traction. And their kind of home base wound up being California. You had the hippie movement down there, which if you listen to Misty Mountain Hop or you listen to or you listen to uh, this, you can kind of feel where Plant has fallen in love with the hippie movement. Oh yeah, you know. But then also when he starts to took my chances on a big jet plane and he starts to growl like he can like you said there's there's also a huge uncertainty with taking chances there's the whole everything from you know California's gonna fall in the sea someday to uh, how many people go out there and live on the street because they didn't make it you know what I mean and it's it's not open and they're just giving away money you gotta earn your stuff out there too you just there's more jobs to have an opportunity with and so all of that is in this song and then you know, as as you you can feel yourself just gazing into the ocean as we get back into the acoustics, and it's just that's gorgeous. So, and Zeppelin acoustic is really, really beautiful stuff, man. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, what what more can we kind of say? Well, like, I think it's something that I do think already... it's interesting. Do you mind if I play a little bit? Sure, go for it. Okay. Somewhat when the album comes out. There's like this this set of like um, Zeppelin's got away from their fans, you know they're not a rock band anymore, you know, and so then they dive in with they hit you with Black Dog right out the shoot right, and that's a straight blues rock song, and they do at multiple points in here get into the like Levy breaks that is an immense blues call, re, you know call answer blues song along with the fact that there's metal around it right and you have this fantastic rhythm section all that but when you get black dog and he's and he is uh describing a fairly sexually innuendo rough time period and the the guitars are rough and all that's rough right then he tears into rock and roll right and it's almost like they're like we told you or when we tell you we're still a rock band guys we're still your band even to the point where Paige's intro is just his um, just his finger exercises, right? And so they're, they're almost letting you behind the curtain a little bit there. And then when Plant's like, been a long time since the Book of Love. The Book of Love? What do you mean, who who wrote the Book of Love? Wow. Okay. But you remember, that's part of this genre. Yeah. Right? That's where this genre starts. And Paige points that out. And then he's the lonely, 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 lonely. That's Heartbreak Hotel. That's Elvis. And he, and he puts those things in there, and then they go to Battle of Evermore. It's like, we remind you we're still a rock band, but oh yeah, we're still also mystical and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's just so neat the way they're able to do that. And bro, Levy Breaks? They, you, know, you talk about what does it take to be a great album. They made a point. They in turn reminded you of who they also are. They built this great thing, and then they tell you the story of California, and then they tell you the Levy Breaks. The Levy Breaks is just so cool. Amazing. Yeah. You know, and so to to bookend this album on such heavy, hard hitting stuff, along with everything in between. The hopelessness of Levy Breaks. Yeah. That goes with it, right? Because you can't do anything once once that happens, you know? And of course Levy Breaks is more famous. Levies are more famous now due to hurricanes and such than they once were, that kind of thing. So it does have a little bit of a, when you hear it again now, it, it kind of, you, you you understand the concept 
it, I think everybody understands that concept now. When at one time maybe you didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, no. Um, this this is just top tier. Just like this is this is one one of the albums that you, that kind of lives up to the praise. You know, like it it does. <sighs> Yeah. Throughout all of the stuff that this album is given, like even like online, there no you can look through the amount of people. Like when albums like this are usually praised, there's usually some knucklehead that's like, "Oh, this is overrated." Right. You're, well, not knucklehead. You know, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. But you know what I mean. Right. Someone that's saying that this is overrated to be different. Right. Even nobody is saying that this is overrated. Even with <laughs> even, contrarian is even, contrarian. Right. I use for that. Even when stairway centrist. Like if you it's have a, that means. if you have a problem yeah, with right. stairway, it's not that it isn't a well, it's constructed beautifully. The it's song amazing, is yeah. you, the issue would be I don't think it's the greatest song ever. Yeah, it's I, just really I good. I have really mild criticism. Of right, like it's just like right. well, I I think the album overall is a little all over the place in a way that is not my favorite. Right, but. Oh, oh well. Right, it's filled to the brim with songs I really like right. and will listen to. Right, yeah. Oh yeah. well, you know. Right. Dude, and and have listened to for they have all of yeah my life. absolutely and and <laughs> songs that I would I would put like half this album if I made just like a list of like dope cool songs songs that make me feel cool if I if I'm playing them in my car with right. the windows down half this album is gonna be on there. I had this weird little thing happen to me. I'm driving home listening to this, and I'm on like a a, a road with with more than two lanes, and Paige is tearing into the guitar and Plant's singing. And it, I'm looking at the road, and it's almost like the road is his guitar strings, and yeah. I'm like riding through a video. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean? <laughs> it, was just like, it was so cool. And I, uh, uh, that guy AJ I talked about last week, he came up to me on on Tuesday, and he said because we had classic rock on the radio in the kitchen, and he came up and said, you know, they literally played that whole album today, like in the eight, eight hours I was here. Yeah, classic yeah. rock radio. They played. Every track on this, <laughs> which is you know wow. I so um, uh, I did want to talk very briefly about the Ballad of Evermore. It's just an odd song in a way that I do like. It's it's more, it's more rushed mm-hmm. <laughs> than a lot of the other stuff on the album. Right, which is I totally get the comparisons but, between the bands. Well, you can hear other bands compared to them in these songs. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, and obviously they all come after, so it's it's a rub off effect. But you can hear their influence, and you can you can hear their influences as you go. Oh, you you type in uh, Black Dog, and it says you know this thus and such covering Black Dog, and the the range of people like Prince covers Zeppelin songs. Shit. You know what I mean? Like everybody covers a Zeppelin song if they get a chance to, because dude, if you're a drummer and somebody says, hey man, you. What if you play a little Bonham right here? You're all for it. Hey, you get to do Jimmy solo. All for it. The Black Crows loved him so much, they spent a summer touring with Jimmy Page just playing his songs. <laughs> right? And yeah. Chris Robinson's like, hey, I'll be Robert playing all summer. I don't care. Hell Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> Another thing, oh, uh, Levy Breaks, a, a neat little thing. They, they, they produced this thing, or they recorded this thing in a house. Like, not, not a house. Not like my house, you know, a big house. <laughs> yeah. Not a mansion, but a very large yeah. building. And Bono, they would move the instruments around the house to try to get different sounds. As you, when you listen to the album, you can tell they're they're pushing the the 
what sound can do. Evermore, he manages to get it into the hallway where it's a three-story building, right? So the hallway goes straight up three stories. And that's where the sound comes from. Oh, that's so dope. Right? That's It's iconic, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it the minute you hear it. So, um, what are we rating this out of 10? In all honesty, I'd give this, like, a 9.5 to a 10. Hmm. Hmm. Again, it's it's always a tough question. I might give it like an eight, eight and a half, somewhere in there. I have a prop. I have a my issue with this. Uh, after I listened to it a couple times, I started going. I went well, I listened to Houses of the Holy, and then I listened to uh, Physical Graffiti. And so, next thing you know, I've listened to you know three, and then I'm, and I'm like, well, I, I can't give it a ten, can I? If it's not the best record, they I, mean, I can't sit here and tell you. I'm not a huge Zep guy, but they got five tens, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's part of why my, my score may be a little bit lower. It's just like I feel I feel like there is an album that they put out that I'm going to think is a ten, right? You know, right? I, I, I just just a slightly more cohesive album that they put together. My, that I'll, I'll just love to death. Agreed. Now my second thought process was maybe these other records have a higher high for me, but they aren't put together this well for me. And I do, like you said, it was a little all over the place. I get that. I also, for whatever reason, it did kind of click all my buttons, the order in which they're done. There was a, I've heard a lot of these songs on their own recently, but I haven't gone back and gone into a record of theirs. So there was like a, I I used to hang out with people that would play it in a row because they just put tape in or whatever. So there was a cohesiveness to it that made sense with me, you know? And so I do, I give it like a nine five. No, I'll give it a 10. Screw it. It's a 10. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, dude, there's they, they just so much going on. John, dude, the fact that nobody ever mentions John Paul Jones is crazy. I dude, I mean, he's Ringo, baby. This is his band. <laughs> hey, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Because the way, just think about it, the way that, Bottom's all over. Bottom is not in a bad way, but he's all over the place. Da, 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 da. Page just paints this crazy picture all around what Bonham and and, and uh, Plant are doing, and the craziness of Plant's vocals being so just unreal, and for him to to the for the bass to just drive you right through the middle of it, holding it all together the whole way through. It's just Chef's kiss. Yeah, um, Say Magnifique. What's Next, up? we are doing Radiohead, Kid A. Their 2000s output. Um, I think there was... Um, there's actually like an ongoing joke um, that um, there was one... I think I think it was... Uh, I don't think it was not I don't think it was in the original, like the Pitchfork review. But uh, oh, go to that original Pitchfork review. It is something. It is one. It is a lot. Mm -hmm. But um, there is a joke that somebody called this uh, the greatest left turn in musical history. No, not the greatest. The most ambitious, because Radiohead first. Because Radiohead dropped OK Computer, and then <laughs> why was it a left turn? Yeah, why? That's a left turn. <laughs> Such a strange. How old were they? How old were they? Um, Person who said this. They were. They don't know who Bob Dylan is. 
You know, I think... Get out of town. Did yeah, Bob I Dylan. think Led Zeppelin IV was the greatest outfield of all time. It means nothing. What do you mean, left turn? <laughs> left turn, I would assume, would be just away from what you're normally doing. Pivot. Yeah, pivot. Pivot. Greatest it's pivot. Just, it's just the left like. turn specifically, the di- like the direction. It's not, it's just... Dylan went electric, baby. Dylan went electric. Everything changed. The world stopped. Dylan made self-portrait. Thank you. Self-portrait is truly the greatest left turn in musical history. And that it's is this it was the joke that it's bad? Um, <laughs> it, it was it was originally it was made like how Eminem's encore was made, as he just got really he got got really mad at the critics. It's just like a troll album. Oh. He just made a bunch of very weird covers of a bunch of like different songs I watched some footage on a documentary of like the tour where he plugs in and all these people that thought they were walking in to see like folk music and just so ferocious and it's not like I mean it wasn't like he he didn't plug in and start playing Sabbath covers you know what I'm saying it was still this big band with multiple instruments and a violin player touring with them and I mean Joan Baez is freaking it's like really you know what I mean And then, but whatever people are crazy but dude that's a fan Fans get invested. It's just like all of a sudden these people, you know, listen to Led Zeppelin the- 3 and tell me that a fan should think that they're going away from their fan base. No, dude. It's like listen to Metallica Black Album and think that they're running away from their fan base because, come on, man. Shoot. You're just too in love. It's okay. I've been too in love. All right. Uh, so what, what Chinese we- Democracy is a great album. Uh-huh. If you ignore the <laughs> yes. production. I think that's the evidence. <laughs> that I've been too in love. That's yes. what I was saying. <laughs> I was shooting on myself. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so what, what did we listen to? Uh, should I go first or should... Go for it. Okay. I know. Um, a big, big Weezer room. I, I, listened, I listened to... Uh, well, we're getting there. <laughs> I listened... First off, I, I listened to um, Bo Burnham mm-hmm. um, a lot because I, I was just kind of... It, because this this was a fairly boring week yeah. for me. Uh, I needed something pretty entertaining. And, and Bill Burnham is clever, man. Yeah, it's also like it's also weird because like one song's really comedic and the other one's like really sad and self-deprecating. Yeah. Which was like. <laughs> but it fits. Yeah, um, I listened to Godspeed um, F sharp A sharp. While I while while I was reading, it was very interesting. Um, yeah, again, you gotta be doing something when you listen to like ambient albums. <laughs> yeah, I can't straight sit up there because after like the three third, songs, third one hour, chord, three minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after like the third chord, like ten minutes in, I'm, I just start zoning out. And this dude, this it's because the because I I, I I listened to this um on uh, I listened to this on vinyl, mm-hmm. and um one side is one song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, one side is two songs. I'm sorry. Uh, one side is two songs and the other side is one song because yes. that uh, one song is uh, 29 minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so into into the Weezer. Into the Weezer we- release. Um, <laughs> Van Weezer. I stayed up till midnight mm-hmm. to listen to this album because I didn't have school Friday. Right. Um, I stayed up till midnight uh, to listen to this album. And, um... Okay. I understand what this album is and what it's going for. It's it is Van. It's entitled Van Weezer. Right. It's supposed. This is '80s nostalgia to the core. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and understanding what it is, I like it because of that. I like this album. I'm also kind of disappointed, because not only is the album cover atrocious, but... Um, yeah, well, they almost named the album Jared. <laughs> yes. So, that would have been the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, um, Precious Metal Girl is my favorite song off of this album, because it is the most Weezer song. Also, um, Blue Dream, you should have just you should have just covered Crazy Train. They literally just sampled the guitar riff from Crazy Train. Like I don't know if they sampled it or copied it, but you just 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 cover it, man. Don't, do, why'd you? I don't get it. <laughs> I listened to that record too. I'm gonna drive home Thursday. Yeah. And uh, it, I thought I was clicking on. For like some form of a, we can be Van Halen, and it wasn't that, which is okay, because I, pretty early on I realized that dude, there's not a planet that dude can sound sound like Dave or Sammy, so and I'm not knocking who he well, is yeah, or what he is. Well, it's that, also completely it's different. different energies, right? Right. Right. One one made, one made ain't talking about love. The other made in the garage. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway. I didn't. Then when I realized, okay, that it's just '80s in general, I kind of yeah. was able to kind of get back into the flow a little bit. I did not hate it, but I'm not this, too in love. This wasn't worth the. Sometimes you can be too in love, Jared, and when you are, it's hard. I can't. I can't relate. My taste is perfect. Because this album wasn't too bad, but somebody's mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's see, I'm I'm coming from a place of like hating Weezer, so like I'm. <laughs> so for you, it's pretty good. It's great. It's perfect. Doesn't I sound just, like I have so many new things to complain about. Doesn't really sound like them that much. <laughs> <Exactly>. I love it. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a Weezer fan. I hate Weezer. <laughs> the less this sounds like Weezer, the better. But there's also like a, a weird moment where like people have been calling this like it, it's not metal, but it's also kind of like. It's as heavy as, say, Deep Purple was. No. And I don't know if, like, that... <laughs> well, it steals the riff from Crazy Train. He for sure can't sound like David Coverdale. No. That dude... David Coverdale sounds a little bit like Plant, but, like... Dude, Coverdale sing his face off. <laughs> yes, but, um... I, I didn't... This it, It's just kind of strange and to me. Of course, that being said, there's... Coverdale is only one of the Deep Purple singers and not the most Ian Gillian is probably the, the voice you would hear yeah. more and, he, um, and he's a little bit more like that and, and this this is I, I don't there's four versions of Deep Purple that they literally name Mach 1, 2, 3, 4 and they're all good Deep Purple's an interesting interesting which is band. which is kind of insane because you'd expect mo most like Mach 2 bands are like not good you'd expect <laughs> yeah they brought in yeah right you're right. Yeah, it, it's kind of... It's just kind of strange. Like, especially in the bridge to One More Hit, where it just turns out into, like, a weirdly punk song. Mm-hmm. It, it does... It, it Straight up, it doesn't sound like Weezer. <laughs> and that's kind of good. The most... I, I'm, I'm still kind of collecting my thoughts, because I've been waiting for this album since 2019. No, 2020. The start. 
since before quarantine, this album kept getting delayed. Their album that was supposed to come after it, OK Human, came out like two months before it. <laughs> and it's way better. <laughs> uh, you know, they say a delayed game is eventually good. I don't think that's necessarily true <laughs> for for games or albums. What was it? Alice Cooper used to. Alice Cooper said that when, when he would have guitarists come guest on stuff, like he had Slash in there with him, and he did. He said, yeah, "I had to come in, and I told him, you know, so we'll just run through it one time. We won't record it, and then, you know, play what you want the second time, and we'll, we'll record that. And if you want to do another, we can." And he would look to the person and go, "Okay, record his first take." <laughs> <laughs> because the first thing he does is going to be the coolest. And then he's going to start piddling. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just funny that Cooper was like, yeah, I tell him we're not going to record it. And then I always just say, oh, yeah. record his first day. But also it is unusual for, I, again, I think this album is good, but it's good to a limit. It's very unusual for Weezer to drop two good albums in two years when they haven't dropped. Let's see. Let's go back. There's a tag on Rate Your Music. Also, when I looked up Weezer, they said they were also known as Goat Punishment. Can you give any enlightenment? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're also titled 60 Wrong Sausages, right? No. Because that, that was, was the name. That, that was the... If, if, if Weezer didn't work, um, Rivers was going to go with, uh, I think, just make a normal band with Pat and entitle them uh, 60 Wrong Sausages. Which is... What'd you listen to this we week, We are Jared? so, so, so very lucky we got Weezer instead of 60 wrong sausages. I don't know if that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were a couple uh, releases that I wanted to listen to this week. Uh, the Super What by Zarface and MF Doom. It's 26 minutes, painless. It's it's that style of rap. If you really like that, check it out. Okay. Uh, I listened to Maggot Brain. By Funkadelic, which uh, the first song that like instrumental portion in the middle is is unfathomable. Right. I, uh, it's untouchable. You know, I I don't even know. It's it's everything. Then the rest of it is so so good. Oh my god, Funkadelic's so freaking good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And especially Maggot Brain. I I like the first song probably more than anything else, just because of of it being you know got like 15 minutes long or something. I again long songs. I I just gotta enjoy. Uh, good lord, it's so good though. It's yeah. so good. Uh, Sons of Comet uh, released a single to never forget the source. Uh, I really like Sons of Comet. They're a like a British jazz thing. Um, the comment is coming uses the same saxophonist. Uh, God, it's it's incredible. I highly highly recommend Sons of Comet. That was that was mostly it. There were a couple things that I kind of started to listen to. I started listening to an audio drama, uh, Gospels of the Flood, hmm. which uh, I only knew because the guy who made music for a video game I like uh, also made music for that, so it popped up in my, like, oh, release. I was like, oh, he released more music. Then I checked it out, and I like it. It's about uh, if all of the continents started sinking. Oh, So you're a gamer. Yeah, I am, in fact, a gamer, unfortunately. I love that word. Uh, oh, I've been playing Near Replicant, which has a just bomb soundtrack. Unreal. Really? Yeah. Well, the, the choirs, the uh, the composition of it's so perfect. So good. But, yeah. that That's pretty much it. I, I listened to... Oh, I also listened to 10 by Pearl Jam. 
Again. Yeah. For the first time. You know, uh, for a long time, I thought the lyrics in Jeremy were that uh, Jeremy's, instead of Jeremy spoke in class today, I thought it was Jeremy's more than his last day. I thought it was that for so long. It's a little disappointing. Yeah, Jeremy spoke in class today. Just I don't like it as a lyric. I like my lyric more. <laughs> There's been a couple songs like that for me. It's just it's just Jeremy spoke in class. That okay. Right. Jeremy was more than his last day. I felt like has That's meaning. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has meaning beyond the song. It's, right. It's, I don't know. I right. don't know. Jeremy spoke in class today is nothing for me. Honestly. <laughs> Probably if you hadn't have recreated something better. It wouldn't have done it to Hire like me, that. Eddie Vedder. Yes. I'll remake your songs to make them You'll better. You'll be so good at someday, Eddie <laughs> Vedder. <laughs> is that a rap? Um, oh, th- uh, oh, real quick. Sons of Comment, Your Queen is a Reptile is just a phenomenal album beginning to finish. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Awesome. Awesome. What did you listen to? Me? Um, I, I dove into Zeppelin a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I did do that. I wound up... <laughs> I listened to Tesla again this week nice. to uh, something I had to do. For, I, I, not that I had to listen to Tesla. I like Tesla, but I was doing a thing where I was listening to it for a friend to, to talk about something, to do something with him. Um, I also, you know what? I don't want to talk about what I listened to this week. I would rather talk about, real quickly, if you don't know who, you, you brought up Deep Purple, so off the top of my head, if you don't know who Glenn Hughes is and you're out there and you want to hear a phenomenal, phenomenal singer, find some trapeze, find uh, a black country communion was a fairly recent band that does some, um, it's a very Southern rock style thing, but I don't, I think Jason Bonham's in it, that kind of thing. But uh, find something that Glenn Hughes sings on and listen to that dude sing. It's crazy. He was in, he and Coverdale were the lead singers. Where he was the bass player and a singer, and Coverdale was the lead singer in the same band. And that those voices were in a band, and at some point, that didn't stay is crazy. Of course, I guess David Coverdale, of course, is the White Snake. People might remember, or Coverdale Page, which is off the chain. Okay, go ahead. So should we should we just like make a segment where we just tell people to listen to stuff? We just did. Yeah. He told people to listen to something. I said, if you like singers, listen to something. You want to recommend something? I mean, I, I could. Um, Brave Little Abacus <laughs> just got on Spotify. Um, when I first listened to them, I thought they were awful. And now um, their album cover is my profile picture on Discord. Nice. I felt that way about 100 Gex. Uh, when someone... I think it was Austin Walker on Twitter was talking about how good 100 Gex was, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to it. Uh, I like weird music. And then I listened to it, and I was like, this sounds like this sounds like trash. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. I thought it was the worst thing imaginable. And then I, like, I got a, like, stupid horse stuck in my head for, like, the next three days. And then I just grew to love it. I really like uh, 1,000 Gex. Cool. It, it just went from me being like, this sounds like Nightcore Trash from 2006 to this sounds like Nightcore Trash from 2006. <laughs> yes. It's the tone. It, it's it's fun. I really like it. Awesome. <laughs> Is that a wrap? Um, uh, sure, I guess. Yeah. Listen to 1000 Gex. We get our vinyl on 12th Avenue at Revolver Records. 
Go check out the Gin Project. G-I-N-N. The G-I-N-N Project.com. Our friends are at both. Yeah. Um, Go Home Eat Production. Copyright 2021. Go Home. Ray's musical review from Jared, KP, and... The titular Ray. Go Home.